0: And so, if we can say things and do things that seep into their brains and their souls to help guide them for a better life, we're we're doing a good job. Mm. Um, and I looked at it as I'm fighting for my kids' morality. I'm I'm the one that has to to give that moral compass to my children. I don't want them getting it from the culture.
1: Gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why, so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while also enjoying your job as a parent, and maybe even enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host, but we cannot do the Lost Art of Parenting without the parenting guru, Master Herself. Kim Cross. How if are you, Kim?
0: I'm good. It's so good to be here. I love doing this, Jesse. It's so
1: much fun. I enjoy it, too. I'm prepping myself. People have asked me, why are you on this parenting podcast? You do not have kids. And I was like, have you met me? All I do is hang out. with Just kidding. Uh, uh, never too early. It's never too early. I mean, I, I have a desire to be a parent in the future, so I would rather get the the tips and tricks that you are sharing with everyone now rather than trying to figure it out when i'm sleep deprived and i have an angry wife with me so oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well you know i was a teacher for 20 years it helped me prepare quite a bit as yes, well so absolutely. i always joke that i made all my mistakes in everybody else's kids yes. but it's it's a big serious job so why not
1: absolutely well what are we talking about today kim
0: we are talking about sayings that my children grew up with okay okay So I
1: don't lick the flagpole, (laughs) no,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you know, every generation obviously is different. Okay. So, um, that's fine. But one of the big differences I noticed when I was an early, early in the game of parenting Mm. was, wow, what I grew up with the sayings I heard from my parents and grandparents as versus the sayings that my kids were surrounded by were so different, and it it bothered me a lot. So as a kid, I heard phrases that taught morals and values. They were values based, and they helped teach us about living wisely, living carefully, living um, in a smart way, in a good way, in the right way, so to speak. But you know, not everybody's growing up with those things anymore so what did you grow up Jesse?
1: Um, The one that I would probably like the two that probably defined my childhood the best that I can think of off the top of my head are one my dad always said cowboy up so that was I mean we were rodeo people farm hands ranch hands so it's that's part of the mindset is yes it's hard but suck it up and get it done because it's Food on the table or not food on the table, and get yeah. it figured out. Man then, up, kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. But um, and then there was the, uh, you know, your your word is your bond. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. And that was something that my mom really instilled in us. And so when I say I'm going to do something, I'm, I'm, I've tried very very hard to do the thing that I said I'm going to do, Love even that. at great expense to myself. Sometimes
0: <laughs> we know you well here at work, yes. Jesse, and you are a man of your word. You know, um, I, well, I'll just jump in. The, I'll I'll give you the phrases that my kids, um, th- that I grew up with, okay? So my parents often said no whining. Mm. I mean, there's zero tolerance for complaining, whining. That's just not what they put up with, okay? The other one was, and I know people have heard this before, when I was a kid, I had to walk 10 miles in the snow, and it was uphill both ways. With
1: no shoes <laughs> yeah. in a hurricane. <laughs>
0: Uh, I heard, uh, say for a rainy day, my grandmother mm. would say that a lot and we live by the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you want to be, you know, have things done to you. Um, the big one my grandmother would say was when you're on time, you're late when you're five minutes early, then you're on time. Mm. That was instilled in me, you know, never be late. Um, I remember one of my parents saying often we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is very much dating me, Jesse, but one of the phrases I grew up with was here's a dime, call someone who cares. Back when phone calls were (laughs) We're in the phone booth and they were a dime, (laughs) right? I think
1: they were 50 cents when they were still operational during my time. I think it was up to 50 cents. When you were like three years old. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I love this one. If you do it and get caught and go to jail, you will spend the night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're not coming to get you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did it. You pay the price. Um, my my One of my parents used to say all the time, you'll understand someday when you're a parent. Mm. And then the two classics, they're short but sweet. Life isn't fair or you'll live. Yep. Kind of like yours, man up, cowboy yep. up. <laughs> so that's, that's what I grew up with. Um, things are a little different today than they yeah, were then.
1: Some of those phrases don't work quite as well today. I mean... Who even knows what a phone booth is these days?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like I started in the intro, things were said because they were teaching us values and morality and right Mm. from wrong. That's not happening today. So I kind of made a short list of the things that I hear my kids growing up with. And one of those is he who dies with the most toys wins. I've seen that bumper sticker. Mm. It's like, wow, that's concerning Um, because you're worth it. I, that that was a commercial. We won't go right. into who, but um, do whatever feels good or what's right for you. That's a common, more right. current phrase. Uh, whatever. I, I didn't grow up with that terminology. We never used to say that. Right. People say that all the time. But the one that sums it all up for me is it's all about you. It's all about you.
1: And I mean, we've seen that in my generation and, and the generations that are coming up very specifically. It is a very entitled... Focused on what I want, when I want it with no wait time and no hard work involved in the process. That's, that's a very large, those sayings are, are very
0: self-centered.
1: Yeah. And they're, and they spin out from a much larger ideology, which, you know, you, I've talked with Pastor Doug on the Salty Pastor a lot of times about, but this ideology of just like, do whatever feels good and nothing really matters. So (laughs)
0: whatever. Whatever.
1: I mean, all of those (laughs) phrases spin out from that ideology and then it gets us where we're at today.
0: Right. Exactly. And when I was raising my kids, I had to combat this self-centeredness, these Mm. phrases and this message that was permeating into everything. You saw it in commercials and movies and television and music and everything. So I didn't like what I was hearing. And so I ch- grew up with a saying that was sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I changed the tone of that to sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Okay. So if you're losing, you're hopefully learning at least. So right. there's some kind of value there. Um, and I always say this in a lot of my pad- podcasts, which is Life is Learning, Parenting is Teaching. So we need to constantly be teaching our children. In order to prepare them for life. I mean, life is great, mm-hmm. but let's admit it's hard. Yes, absolutely. Right? And so, if you can pass down wisdom and teach those essential values and that compass of morality so that your kids will do better in life, that's a gift and it, it's really a requirement as right. a parent, right? And so, if we can say things and do things that seep into their brains and their souls to help guide them. a better life we're we're doing a good job Mm. Um, and i looked at it as i'm fighting for my kids morality i'm i'm the one that has to to give that moral compass to my children i don't want them getting it from the culture and i think sometimes parents underestimate the true importance of their job so anyways um what were the sayings
1: um i mean what what are some more sayings that you had when you you were growing up anything or when you were um, teaching well, your kids? Cause it sounds like you've kind of taken some of that ideal ideas and, and flipped them a little bit and maybe not. I did. Ran with the cultural norm. So not what at are all. some more of those ones?
0: Yeah. So I, I, some I heard and some I created <laughs> <laughs> and my poor kids, if they heard them once, they heard them a thousand times. Right. Um, but the, the ones that they heard the most uh, were work before play. Okay. Can I go play? Is your homework done? Are your chores done? Right. Right. Work before play. The other one I said all the time that they couldn't stand, but they got used to it. The quality of your life depends on the decisions you make. Mm. So, not me, not your father, not your teacher, your coach, your pastor, your friends, doesn't matter. Your decisions are going to impact your life. Okay. Uh, nothing good happens after 10 p.m. <laughs> they heard that a lot. And one of them challenged me on that and I said, all right, let's stay up late and watch the 10 o'clock news. They went, wow, mom, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, life isn't fair and nobody owes you anything. In other words, anti-entitlement. Right. They heard that a lot from me. Uh, the other one was you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you handle it or how you respond to it because you're going to have tragedy. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have bad news. You're going to have things you're going to be disappointed about, but that's not the point. The point is you're going to get them. So learn to deal with them as best you can. In other words, kind of that you're not going to melt,
1: right? right? You're going to have to
0: figure this out. Um, one of the big ones I used to tell them, especially as they approached high school, was just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm. That was a big one in our house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that was really important to me had to do with peers. So I would say them to them often, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Mm. So who you hang out with is going to have a tremendous impact on your life. And I remember one of my kids was hanging out with a group of other kids that I, I was concerned about. And we went through some questions to how to get them to think about what's the future impact on this choice of friends you're hanging out with. And I can right. guide parents through that. But that was a big one. And then the last one was never, ever underestimate your mother
1: <laughs> you have just uh heard a lot of moms <laughs> listening to this cheer from their cars or wherever <laughs> they are currently listening to this so i uh i definitely would agree with that my mom did some amazing things and was also very scary when i did some very stupid things so she is she was capable of quite a few things so i think everything you've said is basically i think super important because. We, especially in this time and place in our culture, words are just sort of have no meaning. It's like everything is fluid. What you say and what the definition of something is changes constantly. Absolutely. But kids are still listening, right? And they're still watching. And so the sayings you say, whether intentionally or not, you know, my, I was over at a friend's house and, and, uh, her sister had, has a brand new. I think maybe a month old and then they have a one and a half year old and she literally repeats everything they say she's in the parrot stage right and Mm -hmm. so it's like the things you say will come back and they will internalize them so what you hear at those formative years will stick with them whether you want them to or not some of them good or bad yeah good or bad they will stick with them and so wise words said during that time can make a positive impact things that you don't maybe completely think all the way through about what that could mean in later years to them or how that could adjust how they see the world could have a negative impact so um understanding what you're saying and then obviously modeling what you believe in what are your core values what is the morality you want to see your kids have and then you need to be modeling it they can't see you doing one thing and then you expect them to do another like that doesn't work in any format. Yeah. So. You know,
0: Jesse, it just made me think of something, you know, you and I as Christians rely on scripture, mm. you know, we go through hard times and certain scripture comes to our mind and helps us navigate that or explain it or work through it or cope with it. Right. Right. So if you have common sayings that your kids hear over and over throughout their lifetime, those become those parental words of wisdom, wisdom. Um, obviously we want scripture as well. That's more important, but these right. common sayings of morality and right and wrong and guidance and wisdom help our kids navigate through life. Cause as you said, they stick with them. And even if your kid looks like they're not listening, AKA teenagers, they're listening,
1: right? Absolutely. And, and they're listening and watching. They're always listening and watching, right? We need to live what we're saying and what we're trying to teach our kids at all times and so um, if this is something you feel like you're maybe not excelling at or need help with that's something kim can help you with help teach you skills so that you can teach your children how to make good decisions and navigate life well in more than just what you're saying but what you're doing and how you're going to get them there she can help you prepare to launch your children successfully out into adulthood. Right. And so make sure you make an appointment at RethinkParenting.com. If you are, um, looking for a little help that, you know, just even one appointment can make a huge difference in how you are raising your kids and how you're going about your parenting style. So make sure you, um, set up an appointment with Kim. She would love to help you, um, enjoy your parenting journey more than just trying to make it through 18 years and then say, man, I'm glad that's over. Cause my understanding is it doesn't really end ever. So it
0: doesn't. And you know, just to sum up again, you want your kids to spend time with you and want to be with you when they don't have to, mm. but that they, again, never underestimate their parents.
1: Never underestimate mama. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us on the lost art of parenting and we will see you next time.